Wake, 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 wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get How you doing there, little buddy? I'm doing well. How about you, sir? I am well. I'm assuming uh-huh. you enjoyed that glorious weather yesterday and took your little rug burner for a walk. I did. We went on a little adventure and we went to the uh, we walked around a lake, a little man-made lake at a park near my house, and then we went to pick up a Halloween movie from uh, Redbox on the way home. It was fun. Nice. What movie? Yeah. Uh, just, uh, oh, geez, what was it? Uh, something not very memorable. Oh, Scooby-Doo Halloween special something? I don't know. It's like an hour and 15 minute long Ruby Doo cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's funny. You say you picked up a Halloween movie, and instinctively I was like, oh, my God, you're letting your kid watch, like, I don't know, Nightmare on Elm Street? Like, hey, it's your kid. <laughs> I uh, wouldn't be surprised. You know. This girl's kind of fearless and likes weird stuff like that. So I've caught her, catch her, caught her checking out some weird stuff on YouTube uh, before I finally put a put a parent filter on that thing. Well, like, uh, what do you mean? Like, what type of thing was she watching on YouTube? Some weird claymation Halloween thing where, like, they were like cooking brains and stuff, like, like a, a, oh a, a thing that would be, like be legitimately scary for young children. But it was, it was claymation. And like stop motion, but yeah, it's still creepy. Do you remember? I don't know if you remember. Do you remember? Anyway, I don't know if you remember this or not, but do you remember? Uh, I think it was you, County, and I were talking about it. I told you guys this story about maybe it was a year ago, and this family adopted what they thought was a twelve-year-old uh, oh, yeah. girl, and she ended up being a little person, and she was like thirty-two from Russia. Yeah, and they kept she was waking like a scammer. up. Yeah. Well, and there was, she would be like, "Holy, she was gonna kill them." She had a knife, holding yeah. a knife above them. Like, and they they woke up and they were looking at their kid holding a knife right above their bedside table or b- b- right by their bed. Yeah, it was like the movie Orphan. Yeah, that sounds super. Yeah, funny. I mean, but it was real. It like yeah. really happened. Like when you just said that, I instinctively remembered. That. I haven't thought of that story since probably the day after we told it, right? Uh, <laughs> but I instinctively thought of that. She's watching brains being fried, and I also reminds me that uh, the movie Hannibal, which for some reason even I get like sick to my stomach even thinking about it when he freezes them at the dinner table and he's gonna eat their brains. Just, yeah, uh, I'm just gonna eat your brains. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just so weird and ooey gooey. Obviously, brains would be ooey gooey, but sweet Jesus, that's what I was just thinking about with her. And I'm not saying your kid's gonna eat your brains. I'm just saying. Well, good. I hope she not. could. She could, you know. She could, yeah. I'm just saying, you may want to make sure your living will is intact, just in case. <laughs> so uh, that's always a thing. That's something that I'm not, uh, like, uh, that, that I'm not the best at. It's one of those things. It's like weight loss. 
I'm like, I, I really got to get on that diet. That's how I am with the uh, the living well thing. I'm like, man, I got to get one of those. Alicia and I talk about it all the time. Yeah, we got to get one of those. Because yeah, I gotta... we got to get one of those too. My brother said he was going to help with it, and then we told him that he uh, we're giving him the children, and then he hasn't written it for us after that. Because my brother's a lawyer. Yeah, so uh, that's why he hasn't written it. <laughs> no, and no, I think he's, he's probably just busy, you know. You know what? It, you know, the children. <laughs> my brother-in-law knows that we would probably do something for uh, for him, and you know what uh, he said to us, and he's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, or no, it was my brother that actually said this, because uh, I said I could have my brother-in-law draw something up for whatever, and he's, uh, I think, my dad or something, and he said, "Don't do it. It's conflict of interest." Because, you know, it's kind of like uh, if uh, Alicia went to go, I don't know, sell a home because she's a realtor. If she was going to sell a home and we were somehow affiliated with inheritance of it, they right. could say, eh, we don't want to use you as the realtor. That's not that's not cool. That's not cool at all. Okay. So, so you might want to uh, think about that with your brother because you don't want your wife's family saying, yeah, I don't believe it. I'm going to contest that. Mm, I don't think they not would. that they're not that her family would ever think of something like that <laughs> specifically her mother right. so I don't know I'm just not again not telling you what to do but that was uh, it was a really good point made by, by my brother and so yeah we've got to do that because like I got a buddy who's got two kids I was telling him about it the other day he's got two kids and if something happens to me I want them to get some money for college I don't yeah, have kids and that. yeah and it's my buddy Jake, by the way, because I just realized you're my buddy and you have two kids. I don't want you getting all excited thinking you're getting mm-hmm. my money. My sweet, <laughs> sweet, my sweet hundreds. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll be a hundredaire. <laughs> Hook you up with my hundreds, dog. Yeah, that's that's not happening. But uh, I, like, you know, I mean, like I literally, he and I were both single at one point and it was, you know, he was doing the single dad thing. And, you know, it's, obviously I love Layla is her name. I love her. So I'd love oh. it if I could help her go to school. Yeah. And then Alicia, always competitive, said, well, that's fine. I met a couple people that I like that are really down on their luck, and I want to give them money, the same amount you're going to give your buddy if something happens to me. I'm like, really? Like, that's awesome that you're going to help somebody down on their luck. But, I mean, I'm thinking 10, 15 years in advance. You met these people once. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I want to help them. If you're helping Good people, I want to help people. Yeah. She's not competitive. She's not competitive no, at not all. not in any way, shape, or form. No, no. Hey, uh, if you're wondering, uh, you know, maybe you haven't been around for a while and you're wondering, uh, you know, where's the uh, the beautiful pipes of Miss Connie? Uh, she is actually recently been diagnosed with liver and kidney cancer. And uh, actually, uh, Steve was texting her yesterday. I was talking to her yesterday. Uh, I'm hopeful, hopefully I get to see her today is what I'm going for. But she's trying to figure out her... Uh, plan or you know meeting she's finally going to meet with the doctors this week man it takes forever doesn't it mm-hmm. and it uh, to figure out her care plan or whatever the phrase is what's the phrase Steve uh, treatment care, plan treatment, treatment plan, plan thank I think you works too yeah yeah treatment plan is the is the trigger phrase everybody always talks about so she's going to figure that out so she's not going to be here I wouldn't count on her being here this week I will tell you this though in 25 hours our friend Christine will be joining us so this is true. Yeah, she's going to be uh, hanging out with us. Uh, it's going to start every morning at about 7. She'll come in and hang out with us, and uh, she's going to be doing that for the near future. Again, I wanted her to sleep in. Steve uh, definitely got this one right away when he and I talked about it off the air. I'm like, Christine, I appreciate you offering to come in on Monday, but trust me, with your schedule and what you're going to be walking into, 
you're going to reflect on these first, you know, these last two mornings that you could sleep in, and you're going to thank us. Yeah. So you just sleep in, girl. And she was like, well, just so you know, when I come into the building, I, I'm wearing my jammies. Like, there's not a lot of people working COVID, you know. Right. There's not a lot of people working in our building, like literally, like less than two handfuls. So, and normally there's what, 40, 50? Yeah. So she's like, just so you know, I wear my jammies. I was like, all right, well, just so what's, you know, I sleep new. What's the nude. difference? It's not like she ever dresses well. She's got some taste-ish. <laughs> she always she looks sweats. good. She wears sweats to the... She doesn't ever dress up coming into the coming into work. It's always she's in her big, pajamas. She's Nothing big on the bralettes, and it's going to be really, great. really funny because I like Connie run the studio really cold. True. So we are one in the same that way. It wakes me up. It just, it, it, I think it makes you sharper. So anyway, she's going to come into that studio and she's going to flip. <laughs> she's going to flip. I mean, it's going to be fun. So, yeah. Actually, first things first, whenever she pops into the studio, she always asks me to turn up the heat for her when she first comes in after we leave. Not going <laughs> to happen. She's going to have to wait till we're done. Right. And then she can run it as hot as she wants. So that'll be uh That'll be a little bit fun. So that's tomorrow. Today, just the boys hanging out. Yeah. And uh, you went on your walk yesterday. I was, uh, I don't know, I didn't really do much over here. I didn't do much at the house yesterday at all, really. No. Uh, much around town. No, just my goals were talk to Connie, catch up for a few people. Because I got my, I have my friend coming to visit. She goes, uh, she's in radio. She, her radio name that she has given herself is Biatch. But her real name is D, and uh, but she's you know that's her nickname on the air is the, right. the other one, and I, I I get uncomfortable saying it uh, unless she's in the room because people are like really what did you just call her right. you know, but she's coming to visit and I need here's what I need right now she is a beer connoisseur, so if you have good ideas for local beers or whatever that I should maybe get for her. She's bringing me that uh, special COVID beer, though, so I'm very excited about that. Ooh, nice! Yeah, the one that's uh, it's it's it's. Have you seen the cans trending online? The F COVID. No, I have not. She knows the owners that made that, so she's bringing me some of that. It's fun. So anyway, uh, I got to get some good local beers that because she likes she likes a good beer. So if you have any other idea, any ideas other than the obvious, you know, founders. Bells, maybe. I don't know. You know, mm -hmm. other than those. Big three. Bud Light. Yeah. What did you say? Victory? No, I said big three for West big Michigan. Three. New Holland, uh, Bells, and Founders. Yeah, right? I mean, those, I, I know those three. And uh, I've got my special rum, you know, from Jolly Pumpkin that I love. Mm -hmm. But where they still won't let you give you a discount if you buy more than one bottle. Don't wah, get wah. me started. I know. So if you have some good ideas or some good things that I could do with her this weekend... Because I'm not big into, I'm not, you know, running into a bar and whipping my mask off. Right. You know, I mean, that's especially, you know, Steve and I, uh, you know, I, even though we work closely and Steve is very, is, is safer than anybody else I know with the mask thing. Uh, and not saying I don't, all the other people I know are unsafe. She, you're, you're just the best at it that I've seen. And that that's, uh, I'm not going to throw her into some weird situations, but I'm hoping there's some cool stuff going on this weekend. Because I got to entertain her for like four days. Hmm. It's a lot of pressure. I know. It's a lot of pressure. Go to the pumpkin patch. It's a lot patch. of pressure. Go to the apple orchard. I'm going to an apple orchard today. 
with Charlotte. So that seems like a fun thing. Go to a pumpkin patch or an apple orchard uh-huh. with my friend that does a rock morning show that goes yeah. by the name Biatch. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's an idea. I, I, I guess. They That's sell beer or, at some apple orchards and pumpkin yeah, patches. Yeah, I guess I could take her to Uncle John's Cider Mill or something like that. That's always fun. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. No, that's not a bad idea now, Steve. Now that I think about it. Okay, See? anyway, <laughs> we're going to do the text question of the day next. Text question of the day today. If you could only smell one sweet smell for the rest of your life, what would said smell be and why? Nice, easy peasy Tuesday socks, worst day of the week. Text question of the day. Yeah. If you could only smell one smell for the rest of your life, what would it be and why, Steve? Uh, I'm going to go with Crock-Pots, um, and if I have to be more specific, I'll be more specific. But anything cooking in a Crock-Pot's amazing, and I think it, my number one thing in the Crock-Pot would have to be a pot roast. So either oh, Crock-Pot or pot roast, just because walking into a house, especially uh, after you've been like out all day in the fall weather, like playing with your kid on the weekend, and then you walk inside, and the whole, you just get hit with that wall of yummy, yummy smell. Mm. Yeah, yeah if you haven't tried, uh, like, and again, if you could only smell one smell for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? If you haven't tried throwing a crock pot in in your house of a pot roast mm-hmm. and then uh, playing with Steve's kid, going yeah. inside afterwards, right? it's it's a great smell. Mm-hmm. It's a great smell. Don't yes. randomly play with Steve's kids. That, yeah, that seems no, weird. I'm with you on the crock pot. I love that. And I wrote down pot roast for you because I think that we need to make it a little. We don't want people to get too generic. So for you, okay. that's simple. Gives you that yeah. warm, wintry feeling is what you're saying. Yeah, I love it. If you could only smell, you sound creepy. If you could only smell <laughs> one smell, you're like, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. If you could only smell one smell for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? For me, it is a fresh breeze. Now, it's specifically a fire pit, but with okay. that crisp, crisp fall air with the fire right. pit. You know what yeah, I'm talking like about? It. Where you can almost, when you smell, you can smell how sharp the air is. How sharp. You inhale and you're, if that's the only smell I smelled for the rest of my life, I would be okay with it. When my neighbor, Eric, fires out, he likes to, you know, he picks up his yard all the time. He's got a bunch of trees. And he throws them all in there. And about once a week, he'll just torch that bad boy up. Not like Steve in his garage. I'm talking about his fire pit. Torch that bad boy. Hey, fish, get out of my backyard. You're smelling my stuff. (laughs) <laughs> I love it, man. I smell it. it. The wind blows perfectly. I smell it every week, and I love it. It's one of my favorite things about him. I don't like his Aww. dog, Huckleberry. Well, Huckleberry's cute. It's just barks a lot. Yeah, it's kind of funny watching Eric walk around the subdivision with Huck- Huckleberry. Quiet. Anyway, <laughs> if you could only smell one smell for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? Steve's going to be a crock pot with pod roast. I'm a nice fire pit with a good fresh breeze beyond it. You can text in. You can message via the app as well. We're going to learn some stuff. Uh, some really fascinating things today, including and not limited to uh, a surprising thing about an old movie that was out like a hundred years. And I'm not exaggerating. Before I even knew it, I, it really throws me. But we'll talk about it next. When you look at a relationship, click of six, when you look that you're in a relationship, so if you're with somebody now, pretend that you just freshly started dating. At what point do you count it as being in a relationship, like, do you have to have the exclusivity talk? Do you just assume maybe uh, you have a drawer at their place? Whatever it is, text him with that. We're going to talk about that with Totes Trending. Right now, let's I learn. learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. 
What did you learn? What did you learn? So much to learn today, my friends. I love it. I yes. wanted to start right out of the giddy up, right out of the gate, with a kind of a fascinating one to me, at least. All so right. my mother, there's a movie and there's an album as well by a gentleman by the name of Neil Diamond. Uh, the movie is called The Jazz Singer. Okay. Okay. That my mother used to listen to that album all the time. I don't know what it was. Uh, specifically, which is kind of funny because she was British, eventually became an American citizen, but specifically this song. On the boats and on the planes. On the planes. They're coming to America. 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 Never looking back again. They're coming to America. So when I came in today and I saw on this date... 93 years ago that that play actually came out, I was shocked. I actually was... Uh, 1927, Magic Talk, actually, Magic huh. Talking movies with spoken dialogue and music were introduced in the New York premiere of The Jazz Singer. So it's not even the play. It was the movie for Neil Diamond. Uh, now, that wasn't Neil Diamond 93 years ago today. He redid it. <laughs> but He's old now. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it feels like it. <laughs> It feels like it, man. I wouldn't have been surprised, seriously. But uh, so that was shocking to me when I came into that. I didn't know it was that, that old. Uh, 29 years ago, in 1991, Elizabeth Taylor got married for the eighth time to that Larry dude she married. He was a construction worker that she'd met in rehab. Michael Jackson gave away the bride at his Neverland Ranch. Liz and Larry got divorced five years later. Huh. Uh, what else do we have? Michael jo Jordan announced his first retirement from basketball 27 years ago today uh as far as history yeah it's probably pretty good good enough let's go to the other cool stuff red delicious apples actually are the most common crop of apples in the united states i did really? not know that yeah no. they become extremely unpopular because they're bred for looking good over tasting good so about two-thirds of them are now exported out of the country Huh. Yeah, I'm not a yeah. big fan of those. I always prefer the more sour ones myself. That one's too sweet. Alicia likes the gala apples. I don't know. We were we were middle class growing up. I just knew my mom got apples. So I used to get the wrong apples for Alicia and she'd be really bothered by it. Her horse can have whatever <laughs> it wants. The Sutter the Sutter family from Viking, Alberta, Canada had seven boys. Six of them went out to be NHL players in the 70s and 80s. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> the seventh, though, the one that didn't play hockey, won $10 million in the lottery. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so uh, maybe they were all millionaires, but he definitely was. Uh, I'm going to tell you this thing about women here in just a sec, but did you know that no point in Michigan, in the state of Michigan, no point is more than 85 miles from a Great Lake? Really? So no matter Great where name. you are right now, if you're in Michigan... Maybe you're listening on the app or however you're listening, whatever, whichever way, the obvious ways that you're listening. Mm -hmm. Aid, no matter where you are, you are at least 85 miles from a Great Lake. Michigan, by the way. Hmm. I know, that was a weird one, wasn't it? That threw yeah. me a little bit. Michigan, known for its pizza. What pizza companies come from here? Jets, Little Caesars, and Domino's, right? Uh, yeah, and I want to say maybe Hungry Howie's also is from here, and then also uh, Cottage Inn, I want to say, is also from Michigan. I'm not 100% sure on Cottage Inn, though. 
I don't know that one. I know that uh, the other is. The other one is uh, with that Detroit. P I mean, there's obviously a lot of Detroit oh, buddies. Buddies, yeah. buddies but yeah. Happy's might be from Michigan too. But the big ones, the big ones, Jets has become huge over the past few years. But the big, big ones, Domino's and Little Caesars. Yeah. Yeah, the big ones. I mean, you're seeing those worldwide, right? Yeah, well, shake, speaking of pizza, Shakey's Pizza, I don't know if you've heard of that, was founded by a guy named Sherwood Johnson. His name was Shakey because he got malaria during World War II, which left really? him with nerve damage that made him shake. So everybody huh. called him Shakey. That's crazy. I think that's kind of mean. Yeah. I think that's a little bit mean, right? poor Shakey. But I, you know, he took it and ran with it, named a pizza place after it. And finally... Uh, from learning stuff today, women actually blink more often than men. So, scientists have found the scientist people have found that women blink an average of 19 times per minute. Men blink 11 times per minute. Now, my question for you is since I started talking about this, do mm -hmm. you find that you're blinking more? No, I do not. I'm still stuck on the Shakey's pizza, though, because I'm like, if, too bad this guy didn't have allergies. He'd have the worst name of the pizza place Sniffles. ever. It's called Sneezy's Pizza. Sneezy's no, Pizza. Sneezy's. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm good on Sneezy's things. So did you really not blink more when I was talking about that? No, I didn't blink at all. I just stared blank okay. at the wall. See, I, uh, oh, that's fun. Uh, so that's I, I actually, <laughs> when people talk about uh, things or like when people yawn, yeah. I yawn more. Like I, I, I start to die. Yeah, I don't need to. You, that's not what we should be doing right now. But yes, thank you. That's you just made me yawn. No, nope. now you sound weird. But the point is, I yawn when people yawn. That shows that I, sci I scientists that I've heard at least, and correct me if I'm wrong because I know you will. Mm -hmm. uh, I've heard that you see you tend to have a more sympathetic nature if you yawn when other people yawn. And I'm wondering, like when people talk about things like. It, oh, I have an itch on my forehead. Do you find that you you find yourself itching your forehead? Because like I am right now, just thinking about it. No, are Even you trying I don't to like uh, fake the fact that you have empathy by just like itching? No, I actually really have empathy. Yeah. Yeah, I actually that. have empathy. <laughs> I believe it or not, I know. I'm known for pretty awesome at that. And I also find that it's it's really it drives me crazy though when people do that stuff to make you do things and then you do it. Or you try not to do it and you're fighting doing it, which would what be about yawning. Your nose. Scratching your I actually like just a... itched my nose when you said that. <laughs> there you go. Like not, I didn't you know, I didn't dig for gold or anything. Oh. There's not a bat in the cave, so I'm good there. But I did actually start itching my nose. Okay. Text question of the day. If you could only smell one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? We're gonna do that in about an hour and a half. Okay, the text question of the day. Text question of the day today is if you could only smell one smell that? Uh, for the rest of your life, huh, Steve? Uh, what would it be and why? Steve, speaking of Steve, yours was crock pot, specifically with a pot roast. And you want to yeah. be coming inside from, uh, is this a snowball fight with your daughter or what is this? Uh, it's, a, it's an indoor, outdoor activity in the fall or winter. All right. So just coming in from outside and uh, yeah. uh, hanging uh, with your daughter and hanging out there. Mine was that fire pit smell. And I, I mean, even during the summer, I love it. But that, but I do love it with that sharp, fresh, cool breeze. That would be mine. I, I just love that smell. You're not going to get too much of a cool breeze today. Your high is 66. 
it's already in the upper 40s. I think it's like 48. I checked earlier. Yeah, 49. So it's 49 degrees right now. So uh, your low today is 47. Tomorrow, 67 is your high with a low of 54. And then it's partly cloudy those two days. Sunny and beautiful on Thursday, 64. So if you have plans, outdoor plans, that is, make them for Thursday. Okay, let's totes trend. Let's peep what's totes trending. Oh, that is really trending. quiet. Why is this really fish. quiet? Honey and fish. Oh. Now, at least the counting fish part was there. Uh, speaking of Connie, I want to remind you before I dig into Toad's trending here that she is out uh, probably again this week as well. Uh, she and I talked yesterday, and uh, she's, I mean, she's not doing fine. She has cancer, right? She was recently diagnosed with cancer, the liver, and the kidney, and uh, she's going to be out for until they figure out a care plan, and they're working on it. She appreciates all your messages. Uh, she and I were talking, we were talking about this. She's just a, a, obviously very exhausted uh, with cancer and everything going on. So uh, she's not going to be able to reply to all these Facebook messages and messages that you sent her, but she's read them and she really appreciates them. So it's really, uh, we're very grateful for you doing that. It was very sweet of uh, uh, many of you doing that. But again, no, if she hasn't replied to your message, don't, you know, be pee hurt. It's just because she's not really up for it energy wise. Yeah. Uh, speaking of energy, a lot of people drink coffee to get energy. A new study found drinking coffee before breakfast can actually have a negative effect what? on your blood sugar. So heads up, cutie butt. I don't like coffee it. Coffee before breakfast, negative effect on blood sugar. So if you're worried about your I blood drink sugar. I coffee first thing when I get up. And yeah, I don't well, eat breakfast until after the show's done. So that's a negative effect on your blood sugar there, bud. Yeah, right there. I don't like it. Right out of the giddy up. Uh, speaking of the giddy up, giddy up, uh, people are giddy up and all around. Well, these guys are giddy up and all around the Australian wild right now. My friends, they are back. <laughs> For the first time in 3,000 years. You think 2020 is bad here in the States? For the first time in 3,000 years, the Tasmanian devil is back in the Australian wild. The animals actually disappeared from the uh, wild, most likely because of overhunting and the introduction of the dingo to the ecosystem. So the Tasmanian devil is back in Australia for the first time in 3,000 years. So 2020 is bad here, right? Okay, we have the murder hornets, which, by the way, I read a stat about them today that they're getting really riled up and fiery, and they're just looking for bees to kill now. Uh, really? they, they've now entered the slaughter phase is what it's called where they go around looking for bees to kill that's the murder hornets but the Tasmanian devils are back and they're in Australia that's 3,000 years uh, I don't necessarily know so if it's a good thing that they're back for the first time in 3,000 years yeah because they're I mean that was one of their habitats and then they got killed off and now they're back I don't see how you are this is a bad thing it's a good thing yeah but what do they do to the ecosystem what do they do and have you seen that little guy? He's got the little legs and he's muscular and he's talking. Yeah, but they're indigenous to Australia. They got overhunted, and that's why they're not there anymore. I so don't it's a know. good I thing. Think it's, it's a good thing. I don't thing. think this is a good thing. I don't it's, think a it's a good thing. thing. Look it's at the negative thing. effects online real quick of the Tasmanian devil. Yeah, they did this on purpose, too. Because yeah, that's I don't where they're from. So. It's a good thing. Yeah. I don't yes. think so. I think yeah, it's a bad a thing. thing. I no, think a good thing. this is another thing for 2020. No, Tasmanian devil 
Murder Hornets, right, Tasmanian Finally, devils. some good news in 2020. Nope. The Tasmanian nope. Devil has returned to Australia, everybody. I think it's good a bad thing. thing. Good thing. Round of applause. Bad thing. Good job. Here, let's see if you can agree with this. This is definitely not a, a good thing. Uh, have you ever lived anywhere where you stole your neighbor's Wi-Fi password? Uh, no, I have not. You haven't? Okay. No. So you've never, uh, like, uh, ripped off your... I haven't either. But you've never... See, I actually figured you're so computer techy that you figured out a way to do that. No. I mean, people sometimes cheap, don't put in uh, passwords, so maybe that way, but no. I like, yeah, when you're, jacking, when, you're, when you're stealing your uh, neighbor's Wi-Fi, well, this person was stealing this woman was stealing her neighbor's wi-fi and they kind of figured it out and okay. they changed their password she came over and there's a tiktok audio i'm not going to play it she's just she's crazy uh she came over and she threatened to kill their dog wow. if they if they didn't change the password back to what it was because she had been stealing their wi-fi and they were affecting her tv watching and her life in its entirety, and she needed that stuff back. That's messed up. Yeah. That's not so cool. you agree with that? That much like the Tasmanian devil is a bad thing. That's two no, bad thing. things. Uh, one but good speaking thing, one bad thing. Uh, of good things, in January, 30 year old Mark was having trouble finding someone uh, using dating apps. So he is, uh, we talked about this guy back in January. I'm sure of it. He's from England. He bought a 20 foot wide billboard to try and get a few dates. The billboard read, single, question mark, date mark. This could be the sign you've been waiting for. <laughs> Very funny. Now, this again, we're talking about 30-year-old Mark. It turns out it worked out really well because Mark has a girlfriend. I mean, I've tried all the apps. I've tried Bumble, Hinge, Tinder, and I've tried meeting people down the pub or going out, and I just wasn't having much luck, so... It was either this or Naked Attraction, and I opted wow. to go for this. <laughs> yeah, so I was just down the pub with my friend Josh, and we were just talking about our dating struggles, and as a joke, I said I might have to put my face on the billboard. So, you know, and then I had to think about it, and I thought, you know what? I'll just do it. So, and here it is. Yeah, she's 20 years old. She's a writer, and they're getting along really well, famously, as the British would say, famously. <laughs> nice. He says that uh, she reached out, quote, before it got any mainstream media attention, because that's when everybody really started reaching out to this dude. They went on a date together, uh, as well as two other women who had applied as well. He connected with her the most, and now they're in a relationship, and they're in love. So they're, they're feeling good. But like speaking that. of being in a relationship... Here's the question that I have for you, Click of Six, that I was asking earlier, and you could text in, call, message via the app, or email at ConnieandFish.com. Speaking of being in a relationship, how do you determine that you are in a relationship? A new survey asked people what counts as being in a relationship, okay? So a lot of people out of the top 10 list, starting at number 10, some people said, if I go out on a date, one single date, 5% of those people <laughs> said it meant they were in a relationship. 5%. The, 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 I'm going to share the, the first other 95 five with you. That are dating yeah. them think, instantly think they're a creeper. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's a little bit too, that's a little too cray-cray for me, personally. I'm with you there. 5% of people, Steve, said, if I've been, to, if I've been to, on a single date with you, we're in a relationship. Now, <laughs> on the flip, that was number 10. On the flip, number 9, 8% of people said, if we'd been to their house. If I'd been to your house, we're in a relationship. That's creepy, So too. maybe you, you go to dinner, 
and especially now with like people are you know more apt to saying hey come on over to my house rather than go out right because uh, you know like obviously you know with first dates that's kind of weird i'm sure so eight percent of people have said if i've been to your house we're in a relationship <laughs> another eight percent said if we've been on three dates we're in a relationship uh, we're 17 percent i know yeah three dates really it's getting closer to a relationship yeah i guess i it's mean not quite theory. one yet seven uh 17 said if we've had balloon animals i'm in a relationship with you <laughs> no if we've had balloon yeah that's i mean in theory though that should be yes no <laughs> yeah in theory if you had balloon animals in theory unless you've had the talk see i would really like back when i dated and i'm sure i'll date again once alicia is done with me in the future but if i when i dated people i really broke things down now this one was only 40 percent of people this one shocked me if you've changed your facebook status to in a relationship it means you're in a relationship that should have been like 95 percent of people yeah and well, maybe it's just only one were... of the two people Scammy. instead of both yeah maybe but no if you and i are hanging out and we date and you change your status to in a relationship then i'm gonna call you and i'm gonna say are you dating somebody else or are we are you think we're in a relationship so the question is right now what when back when you dated before you were married or maybe you're single right now and when you're dating what what when do you say i'm in a relationship with somebody and that being said if you've said it too soon or if you were with somebody that said it way too soon what did you do especially if you really like them it's kind of a tough one got the rest of that list for you we'll talk more about it next text question of the day if you could only smell one smell for the rest of your life what would that smell be and why we wanted to do a nice easy cheesy fun text question of the day today because tuesday typically sucks and we yeah. just thought it'd be good we could just mm -hmm. like steve yours was pot roast and playing with your kids oh, yeah. right mm -hmm. so that smell makes you think of playing with your kids pot roast it makes me think of coming inside from playing with my kids jeez man come on uh yeah. i'll tell you right now pot roast makes me think of snowstorms that's just okay. instinctively right away boom snowstorm which is great i love it uh fire pit for me fresh breeze and fire pit super nice so we were talking about relationships and totes trending i was doing this uh found this thing online uh it's kind of fun it's uh what counts as being in a relationship and there was a list of 10 things like uh, I did the top or I did 10 to six, right? So 10 was you've been on a single date. Nine is you've been to their house. Eight, you've been on three dates. Seven, balloon animals. Six, Facebook status to in a relationship. But what, when do you say you're in a relationship and has this ever blown up in your face where you're like, hey, I think, you know, we're in a relationship. For example, somebody texted in if you're monogamous, which means, you know, one balloon animal buddy, right? right. Well, that, that being said, do they both do you both know that you're monogamous or did you have a talk because i agree with a member of the click of six that said you're in a relationship when you sit down and confirm you're in a relationship yeah. never assume i never assumed and i would be dating somebody including alicia when i started dating alicia i was dating three other people at the same time and i told them all about you know each whatever i was like yeah i'm dating people i'm like I was, it wasn't a competition she used to joke about it and say how how are two three and four doing because you know i'm number one and i'd laugh and go <laughs> sweet but that be you know i really though it wasn't i was just being honest right and i said we're not 
exclusive till, and I, I said this to everybody when I dated my whole life, we're not exclusive till we sit down and say we're exclusive. That it's, it's that simple. Yeah. And don't assume that we're exclusive because if you assume we're exclusive, it's going to blow up in your face. And I learned that because when I was younger, I assumed I was exclusive with somebody and I was like, Hey, where were you last night? And she told me, you know, honestly, and I was like, Whoa, well, A, I need to go talk to a doctor and B, you know, like, uh, you may want to get a shot or something. I know him. <laughs> so oh boy. anyway, you don't want to assume that you're exclusive in the, until yeah. you're having the conversation. So when do people, the other people said, what constitute is you're being in a relationship? One member of the clique or somebody met 58% of people in the survey said you have a drawer at their place. That's, mm -hmm. that, that's, that's pretty, pretty close. close. Like, yeah, you're getting there now. Uh, other people said, you both say, I love you. Doesn't mean you're in a relationship. And by the way, you know, I'm going to sidebar that one because I think there's a big difference between I love you and I'm in love with you. Uh, anyway, uh, number three, you've agreed not to date other people. Okay, now you're yeah. having the talk. Dating for six months or more, 72% say that means you're in a relationship. Does not, unless you've had the talk, in my opinion. And then a year or more, 84% said. I mean, you can assume a year in, but you would hope that you've had that talk. But Steve, do you think there's a difference between I love you and I'm in love with you? Eh, sure. Because, yeah, I think there is. Because <clears throat> drunk people at the bar can say I love you to each other and just be it like. No, I'm talking about you. like. I know, Bradley's but like, your... I know what, what you're, you're telling that to to someone you actually love at the bar, or like a girl you want to hook up with at the bar, or something. You would say I love. Never you. done like, that. You're Did awesome. you really do that? Yeah. I think I love you means the same thing as you're awesome, essentially. Wow. So you, th you think less of I love you than I do, and I thought I was bad. Because <laughs> I, like, I love you to someone is like step two, and then the big step to me it was always I'm in love with you. I mean, I've always been a cheese ball that way. But it's like, hey, if I say I love you to you, it doesn't mean, you know, I love my mother, but I'm not in right. love with my mother, hopefully. You know, specifically that now she passed away a few years. It's kind of creepy. But anyway, uh, if you say I love you to somebody, I mean, I don't say that. I never said, did you actually say that to somebody at a bar so you could hook up? I mean, not so I'd hook up, but I say it like you're an awesome type of thing. Like you're talking with a girl at the bar that you're really enjoying the conversation. She says something really funny and unexpected. They go, oh, man, I love you. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, that's really I, I was yeah. always careful of that. I never let that slip out. I would, I would say I love how funny you are, but I would never look at somebody and just whip out an I love you. You can't just whip out an I love you. Good Lord. I mean, I, I whip it out. I mean, lot. it worked for you. You're married. You mm -hmm. got a couple kids, and apparently yeah. you loved a lot of people. But uh, did you ever have somebody say, say to you, hey, I thought we were more. No, you didn't, did you? No. You're just not mm -hmm. that guy. No. no. Okay. Mm -mm. Well, some of us have had that happen, and you know what I'm saying. Okay, move on. But, you know, every day we do uh, things that I've learned today. It's, it's a Connie thing. Who, by the way, Connie, not here, for those of you that aren't in the know, recently diagnosed with liver and kidney cancer. She's figuring out her treatment plan. Probably won't be here this week. Christine, throwback lunch, Christine. Hey, hanging out while you're at work, Christine. Everybody's buddy, Christine, is going to start coming in tomorrow morning at about 7 o'clock every morning. So she'll be joining us then. But uh, Connie will uh, be back when she can be. I talked to her yesterday. Talked to her basically every day. I drive her nuts. I mean, we all know that, right? <laughs> and uh, I talked to her yesterday, and she's, you know, she's got cancer. So it's not like it's fun, right? So anyway, 
Christine will be in this time tomorrow. But Connie started doing this thing, and I've been doing it while she's been gone. Things I've learned today. Okay. I'm going to do a different version of that here in just a sec. Okay. Of little nugs that I've learned about celebrities. And frankly, I mean, I don't know. Do you even know who Dr. Ruth is, Steve? Uh, she's the lady that named the baby Ruth Candy after. No, are you being serious or are you not? I have no idea who she is. Okay. She used to be the sex therapist. Ring a bell? I think. Nope. I kind of figured you might know nope. a lot about those. Okay, well, okay. So I, I'll, uh, I won't choose Dr. Ruth. And uh, Christopher Walken, you know him. Uh, yeah. Fascinating thing about Elvis and then a really bad mistake by the Backstreet Boys back in the time, back in the day. We're going to learn some cool celebrity stuff next with Connie and Fish. We got to help out this sister with a brain. This is a weird one for the rando text. You man, rando texto messageo via Apo free downloado in the Apo Storo. So. Sister with a brain messaged us said guys. I really need your help here. She's been with this dude I want you to know it's kind of a Long one uh, that she emailed the uh, emailed us. It was email at Connie She's been with this dude a year now. Okay. Okay, so her boyfriend They are boyfriend girlfriend. They've had the talk. They're exclusive her boyfriend Had a dream That she hooked up with her boss a dream Okay. That she hooked up with her boss. She goes on to say, let me explain. My boss and I have become really good friends throughout the years. So mind you, she's been with her boss longer than her boyfriend, right? At her mm -hmm. job longer than her boyfriend. He's a few years older than me. He's good looking. And then she said, from what my friends say, uh, no kids, divorced uh, about six months ago. She went on to say, I wouldn't say he's my best friend, but we are for sure really good friends. I do talk to my boyfriend about work and stuff all the time something you know obviously you should be able to do with your significant other and obviously my boss comes up so here's where it gets interesting and where she needs your help mm -hmm. two weeks ago boyfriend had an intense intense balloon animal you know what that is balloon animals yeah. balloon animal dream about my boss and i and she goes on to say too to be honest when he told me about it it sounded kind of hot <laughs> now uh, it's just a hot dream. Now, all he get, uh, he gets visibly irritated. <clears throat> Sorry. He gets visibly irritated when I mention work. And I could tell he would love if I would leave my job. Because he keeps mentioning how she's underpaid and could make more, make more money elsewhere. So here's where she needs help. Uh, I, she, she thinks he's jealous. Mm -hmm. uh, she doesn't think jealousy is hot at all Okay And she's wondering if she should just move on And nix the relationship Because these are some serious red flags going on Oh wow Again okay. she's oh. into the relationship for a year So boyfriend it gets visibly irritated So I'm assuming she's not over reading into it right That he gets he's visibly irritated He gets visibly irritated when she talks about her boss and her job now, she's become good friends with her boss, not best friends, but good friends. And he had a balloon animal dream. So some would say, and now you know Connie, for those of you that don't know, Connie isn't here right now. Uh, having been recently diagnosed with cancer of the kidney and liver, she is taking time to figure out her treatment plan. And uh, I guess she's gonna meet with doctors this week, which is good. So the question is, 
Like Connie would say, it's her, you know the guy's guts going off, right? She might say that. Yeah. The guy's gut is going off, and that's why he's having dreams about it, because he could tell she thinks more of her boss than she's leading on. She right. does mention in the email he's good looking, and then she said, "From what my friends say, uh, no kids, divorced six months ago." She says he's not my best friend, her boss, but they are good friends. She's worked there for years. Not four years, but F-O-R years. And she loves her job. The boyfriend is now saying, you know, you're underpaid. You need a new job. I don't like your job. Your job sucks. I'm not happy with it. You should get a better job. He's not telling her what to do. He's suggesting it. Now, in his defense, he isn't telling her what to do. He's suggesting it. What do you think, Steve? <sighs> I mean, I, this dude sounds like he's <laughs> easy to jealous or quick to jealousy. Uh, just because it's only a dream and so that does seem like a little bit of a red flag but maybe i don't know ending a relationship because of uh some anger about a dream or something it sounds like everybody is projecting a little bit here it sounds like she is projecting the fact that maybe she does have a little bit of a thing for her boss because she even says it's kind of hot, the dream, the way he described it. And I think well, he's picking up on a that good, a little bit as well. Maybe he's a good storyteller, though, you know? I mean, I mean maybe he's be. just like, yeah. So I had this dream about you and your boss hooking up and blankety-blankety-blankety-blank. And she's like, well, damn. <laughs> but <laughs> but you know, at that point, if he's telling it to her like in engraved detail, <laughs> that'd be a little it, bit weird, too. If Alicia like, hey, was like, he, <laughs> you know. Then I he mean, brushed the Chris, hair from your face. <laughs> if, if, if like Christine's gonna be our friend Christine's gonna be hanging out with us here uh, starting uh, you know tomorrow and so with Christine hanging out with us if Alicia was like hey I had this dream about you and Christine and blank 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 I'd be like okay A that's not gonna happen she's my friend B damn that's a hot dream <laughs> like I don't think that's bad that doesn't mean I wanna follow through but you'd be like wow that's a doozy right. Like, high five to her, or whatever it was, right? <laughs> so, like, somebody said she needs to leave this relationship. He's trying to control her. You know? Is he, though? Is he? I, I, I don't think he necessarily is. I don't know. I, I think he's picking up maybe a little bit on... Because the way... I don't know. The way she talked about her boss or whatever, it just seems like maybe she does... Maybe he's a backup at this point. Like, because... He's I a bad... But it's, like, it's her job. She doesn't say anything about, I don't believe in... She doesn't say one way or the other about like crap and where you eat, you know, that whole right. saying, don't hook up with a coworker, uh, if, if at all possible. I know sometimes you just do. You just but, have to sometimes. I mean, that is a, that's, up. yeah, it never typically worked out. <laughs> I mean, I have a couple salespeople friends that I got to know back in the day, and it doesn't always work out the way you want it to unless they leave or you do. So uh, she doesn't say that, but this girl's been her boss for years. Uh, they have become good friends, or this guy's. Uh, been this woman's boss for years. I was about years. to say it's even hotter now. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, they've been guy. They they've been you know she's been there for years. They be, they become really good friends, not best friends. She points that out too. It's not like this guy's my best friend, but he's become a good friend. Now right. I wonder what she doesn't say in the email. And I know you're listening right now, anonymous member of the Click of Six. We always make you anonymous. We don't want to get you in trouble. I know you're listening right now. I'd love to know if you told your boss about this. Like, hey, let's say her boyfriend's name is Bob fake name by the way let's say bob she's like hey bob had this weird dream about you and i he is and she does though 
say he's got no kids and he's divorced about six months ago. So he's fresh out of the market, but uh -huh. he's been divorced six months, so you don't even know how long he was separated. He's definitely had time to get that out of his system within six months, I would think. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, he I may would jump not on this one bring too. it up to him, though, like you just suggested. I would not do that. So what <laughs> that about your... Like what about your wife? If she started to have a dream about her boss and he was, you know, they and she talked about him all the time and they were best friends. I know that's not reality, but let's say that was the case. And they were best friends, not best friends, really good friends, sorry. Big deal, the big difference. So they were really good friends. She talked about him all the time. And then you had that weird dream. Would you be okay with her still working there? Yeah, I'd just laugh and tease her about it. I, I, I wouldn't find anything really weird. You're confident. Or yeah exactly yeah i would say this guy does sound like he's lacking confidence a little bit in the relationship somebody said she needs to take her boyfriend places he hasn't been yet to balloon animals to go oh, it's a brother in pain he said dude she needs to take her boyfriend places he hasn't been yet balloon animals wise to get her mind off her boss to get the mind off the boss somebody else <laughs> said i mean uh, laura said i'm gonna channel connie here and i'm gonna say that she needs to talk to him and be honest and lay it all out there and say look I'm in a relationship with you. I care about you. If I wanted to be with my boss, I would have been with my boss before you before I was even with you, frankly. And I could see that you're jealous. I don't find it attractive. And if you think you really can't get past this, then maybe we should consider parting ways. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Now he could flip though. Now, Laura, that's a good point. On the flip though, and that is something Connie would probably say. Good call. On the flip though. He could say, or he could look at her and say, I'm not jealous. I think you're underpaid at your job. I don't care about some dream. I mean, he can run with that. Like, I yeah. would run with that. Even I would be like, no, I'm not jealous. I just think you work really hard. And I think it's cool that you're friends with your boss. The dream was dumb, but I think you're underpaid and you need a new job. He could always go for that angle. Uh, another member of the Click of Six said, uh, they're going to break up and she'll be hooking up with her boss soon after it. So some people are thinking she's into her boss. Again, I'm going to uh, share this uh, rando text with you, and we'll get back to it here in a second. Boyfriend had a dream hooked up uh, that she hooked up with her boss. The boss and I, these are quotes, my, the boss and I become good friends throughout the years. He's a few years older than me, good-looking from what my friends say. She knows if he's good-looking or not, by the way. I don't know why she put that in there. Uh, no kids, divorced about six months ago. I wouldn't say he's my best friend, but we really are good friends. I do talk to my boyfriend about work and stuff all the time. So the boss comes up mm -hmm. and she does add in there something you should be able to do with your significant other is talk about work and your boss. Yeah. Uh, two weeks ago, he had an intense, intense balloon animal dream about her boss. She and her boss. It sounded hot. She says, quote, to be honest, it sounded pretty hot. <laughs> now he gets visibly irritated when I, when I mention work and I can tell that he would love if I leave my job. He keeps mentioning that I'm underpaid and I can make great money elsewhere or at least better money elsewhere. She doesn't think jealousy's hot and she's wondering, she's been with this guy a year. She's wondering, should I just move on and call it a learning, a learning lesson? We want to know your take on it. You can call, text, email at ConnieandFish.com. Next, sub a rando text. Rando, texto, message via Apo. Free download on the Apo store. We're talking about this one from a sister with a brain. She's been at her job for many years. 
she and her boss have a good relationship. They become, quote, good friends. Not best friends, but good friends. Yeah. He's a few years older than her. He's good looking from what her friends say. Uh, I still think that's interesting in there, by the way. No kids. He got divorced about six months ago. Uh, boyfriend. She's been with a boyfriend about a year. He had a very intense dream a couple of weeks ago. Balloon animal dream. Wink. Wink. About the boss and the girl that he's with. Her. She goes on to say, to be honest, it sounded pretty hot. Now he gets visibly irritated when I mention work. And I could tell he would love if I leave my job. He keeps mentioning about how I'm underpaid. And I can make money, more money, elsewhere. So... Here's what she needs help with. She doesn't find jealousy hot. That is bothering her. And she's wondering if she should just move on. See you later, dude. I I was talking about the company. uh, Don't dip the pen in the company, Inc. But I was saying crap where you eat. And Danielle hooked me up with that one. It is don't dip the pen in the company, Inc. Thank you, Danielle. Mm -hmm. Somebody else said, tell her to get out of the relationship. Her boyfriend's going to get worse. If he's getting physically agitated... Or I'm fit, yeah, psychologically agitated. It's going to turn physical in the future. He wants to control her for certain. Run. I'm reading that. That's not me saying that. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty intense. I mean, we don't know this guy. I'm not saying that couldn't happen. And hopefully that didn't happen to you. Remember the click of six that sent that in? That's a pretty intense reach. If you ask me, I, I don't know. But I mean, it could happen. I'd keep an eye out for it. I don't know if yeah. I live that one yet somebody else said if he thinks uh if he's that insecure and jealous over a dream then i think you should at least have a serious talk and hash it out like dude i'm with you come on but what how was that dream again and he what okay uh somebody else said it's the is this the same relationship that no it's not this is a different one uh this is a different one a lot apparently a lot of men want their women to quit their job uh okay uh, some more text <laughs> dump the jealous boyfriend somebody said she should just quit the crappy job if she can make more money, more money elsewhere. And then, now wait for this. I'm going to stop the show on this one, okay? So here's mm-hmm. what she, they want her to do. They want her to quit the job, uh-huh. go make more money, money elsewhere, yeah. keep the friendship with the boss, okay. and date him. Date so boss. I actually think this is a good idea because I think she has more feelings for this boss than we're gathering from an email oh 100 percent. no i think the entire email is just a veiled question where she's secretly asking is it okay to dump my current boyfriend under this premise and then go date my boss not that looks matter but they do but they don't but they do i mean you know you you can someone can become more attractive to you the more time you're with them and the better their personality is fact that's a fact i don't even that in my it's not even in my opinion to me that's a fact that's my life. I've dated people that were attractive. I've dated people that some would say were unattractive. But to me, there was always something attractive right. about them, right? Yeah, I'm not talking about Coyote Ugly 2 a.m. at the bar for women or men, whatever. I'm talking about, like, dated. Somebody else said, sounds like she should move on, get with her boss. Somebody said, seems to me that he is uh, picking up on some vibes from her. She does, yeah. you know. He probably had, that's what I think too. He probably had the dream because he was already concerned about her relationship with the boss subconsciously. The fact that she is considering calling it quits after just a year, after a full year with this dude shows, it shows them maybe there is something between her and the boss and she's willing to end the relationship to see if it would go there. 
she does mention that he's newly divorced, and she does mention no kids, which mm-hmm. I found interesting as well. I don't know why we needed to know those things. And she mentions uh, he's cute too. Yeah, no. According to her friends, though, she yeah, buffered but, it. Okay, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. No, she thinks yeah. she's cute. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know that's true. Uh, somebody else ma- I mentioned it. You could text in and say, "Here's a text that how can anybody even be sure if the boss is even into her? Seems like he would have made a pass at her by now if he were." Okay, I I've supervised over people before, so I would be their quote unquote boss before that I would love to hook up with. I'm talking about, like, obviously before my current situation, right? Marriage. Mm-hmm. I would love to have hooked up with him. I was like, oh, that would be wonderful. This would be a great time. What a party she would be. And she's cool and fun, and I like to have a couple beverages with her after work. This is great. But I never did. You know, I mean, so the, for the person that said, the boss would have tried by now if he was into you. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's like that. I know some people are, but not everybody. Uh, see if her friends know know him they might hang out and she probably talks about him at home all the time rando text though me thinks the lady doth protest too much somebody said <laughs> i love that doth or doth yeah uh she has a thing for a boss and she can't admit it somebody said she's looking for permission to dump her boyfriend for the boss that's becoming mm-hmm. the uh, theme here yep that's exactly what it is 100 percent, i guarantee she's just asking for permission right now to hit on her bar to dump her boyfriend and hit on her boss <laughs> now jan i'm gonna wrap it up with jan's comment Jan nails it. She should have an honest, and then Jan said it in all caps, adult, adult conversation with her boyfriend, lay all the cards down, and then Jan said communication. But I think, can we all agree that there's more going on with the boss here? Like, she's into her boss. She's worked with this guy for years. They've become really good friends. She said her friends, air quotes, think that she that he's very attractive. She then cites that he's newly divorced, that he has no kids, and the boyfriend has a dream, tells her the dream. I I still, though, can say this is double-sided. She says, wow, that's pretty hot. Like, what a dummy if he had a super hot dream telling her about it. Man, I got to be honest with you. I had a dream. I can't imagine saying to Alicia, uh, let's say she's working with some realtor dude or something, or I don't know, or her broker or whatever. I had a dream about you and your broker, and uh, wow. Man, he could bring the heat way better than us. That was awesome. Yeah. Thank God. I'm, I mean, you know, you're not into him, right? Oh, I wasn't into him until you told me that it would be more than we're having right now. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, like, you're putting it in their head. So hopefully we helped you out. Text question of the day. If you could only smell one smell for the rest of your life, what would it be? Steve chose a uh, crock pot specifically with a pot roast. Yeah. I chose a fire pit. With some fresh, fresh breeze going on, like that sharp, crisp fall breeze. When you smell that with the ah, oh, feel like your nose like almost burns. It's so amazing. Okay, uh, that's your text question of the day. You can message and let us know why. You'll be anonymous by instinct, but I mean honestly, like you need to be on- anonymous for what your smells are. And by the way, <laughs> if you have a smell that you need to be anonymous from, send us that. I'll make yeah. you anonymous, and we'll put you in the top five-ish because a lot of this stuff is going to be laundry and fire pits. Okay. Totes trending. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. With Connie and Fish. Connie and Fish. Oh, man. I love a good veteran story, and uh, this is definitely one of them. A Washington State veteran, Ron Jacobson, a.k.a., if you want to Google him, Grandpa Ron, is being honored for his volunteer work at a local school. This guy 
is awesome. Here's what he did. Before the shutdown, he had logged 900 volunteer hours working with kids. During the shutdown, though, he has continued at 75 years old to mentor students. So a spokesperson for the veteran of foreign wars, hashtag still serving, campaign, uh, which highlights veterans that continue to serve even after leaving active duty, is uh, talking about the experience. Well, here's the old guy, Ron, talk, Grandpa Ron, talking about it. It's so cool. Here. There's nothing better than working with children. The recognition is there, but it isn't the recognition that really matters. It's that I get 50 hugs before 9 o'clock every morning. They make a point of coming and finding me to give me a hug every morning. It's really, really sweet. Now, yeah. with COVID going on, I'm sure Mr. Paranoia over there is like, don't hug the old man. Yeah, Give don't, him space. don't hug the old man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can see you. I can see you freaking out on that one a little bit. But that, I mean, this is like obviously a lot of this audio and was taken for, of Grandpa Ron from Washington State. Uh, was taken before COVID. Now, again, though, he has still been helping out kids, and he's a great guy. So there you go. Grandpa Ron still doing stuff, served our country, still serving our country in his own way. Uh, a couple nugs for you before I get into this cool singing thing. Uh, president of an HOA in Florida has been busted, uh, embezzling. HOA is your homeowners association. Hmm. He has been busted for embezzling more than $20,000 to buy stamps and lawn equipment. What? Stamps Keep an eye on your HOA. $20,000 to buy stamps and lawn equipment. And uh, speaking of real estate, a dude in New Zealand whose house has been on the market for 13 years. Uh -huh. So I want to explain this to you. That means essentially for the past 13 years, there's been a for sale sign in his yard. Yeah. When your house is on the market, it means there's a for sale sign in your yard. Now, if you're going to buy a house and after six months, they haven't sold that house, it means something is wrong with the house or it is priced too high. Right. So you go in and you offer them less and sometimes they just need to see it in writing and maybe they'll take it. Little nug from your boy Fish that loves to buy and flip homes, right? Right. But this guy, whose house has been on the market for 13 years in New Zealand, has decided he's going to raise the price because that's clearly the answer to this problem. <laughs> that's like eating more candy to go on when you're on a diet. I will lose more weight because I'm eating more calories. <laughs> it's absolutely moronic. The dude is, a, he's a, as a, our old boss, Sweet Sweet Doug, would say, big dummy. He's a big, <laughs> big dummy. Uh, what's not dumb is this little girl. A little, uh, I know, Steve, you do daddy tips every Wednesday. Yes. But uh, this, uh, well, all this woman has to do is sing three words of Beyonce's song, I Care, and her two little girls will take it from there. Nice. Here's a quick little clip. I told you that I care. I know I don't care too much, but I still care. Now, that's cute, but let's be honest. Not good singers. <laughs> Not good singers. They're trending. No, horrible and singers. And I hope they don't get an children. ego. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I know that. Yeah, hopefully they don't get an ego. And not the best singers. Definitely cute. Not the best no. singers. But here, this guy, though, this dude is at a restaurant. And it's one of those restaurants where the employees take turns singing. Okay. So the server's walking around with a mic. And they're playing that old Frozen hit, Let It Go, the song that oh, yeah. you can't Everyone's let go mm -hmm. from your brain. Yeah, yeah, so they're playing Let It Go, and they put the mic in front of them, and here's what happened. Time. 
was like Kurt Hummel from uh, the show Glee back in the day. Right. The guy just nailed it. Uh, he nails it. It's a great video. If that's, okay. I would love. Uh, I love those videos where somebody's like, "Oh, let's," you know, those restaurants. They want you to. They assume you're going to sound like crap when you sing. Right. They assume that's going to happen. <laughs> but like, if they put it in front of you, and like all of a sudden, when the person, the man or the woman, just busts out with operatic perfection or whatever it may be, <laughs> and starts singing right away. I absolutely love that. And so yeah. uh, speaking <laughs> speaking of music, your taste in music, there's a recent survey that came out that your taste in music actually is not formed on your own. Really? Uh, the music that you like, Steve, I know you like EDM and uh, NPR is not music, obviously. <laughs> yes, but, uh, I love NPR music. Yeah, I, I, the NPR music. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go, NPR. <laughs> Spoken word. Uh, yeah. Your taste in music actually is formed because of your parents' height. According to a new study, babies with shorter parents like faster music, and babies with huh. taller parents like slower music. So weird. You're what are you, five ten? I'm six feet. You're six feet, so you're tall. That's tall. Uh -huh. Yeah. Statistically speaking, it's slightly above average for height, I would assume, in our country. I think the height in our country is like 5'8", five, 5'9", five, or something like that. I don't yeah, know. something like that, like yeah. Like the average height. So you're tall. Britt's tall, right? Yeah, she's 5'9", I think. Yeah, so that's tall. That's above average for a woman. So does uh, your, your daughter, Charlotte, who will be three in December, does she like slower music or faster music? Um, She likes both. I mean, she, she has some pretty sweet dance moves for both uh, slow and fast music. She likes to sway back and forth to slow music. She likes to twerk for fast music, so that's good. That's that's the, that's interesting. I I've, yeah, I remember the videos. I had to stop talking about them because I didn't want to upset because you started to get upset. But I was like, your daughter's twerking it too. I know. I, I can't wait for her first dance, and she thinks this is just normal, like like maybe like yeah. an elementary school dance or something. And she's the only yeah. one putting her hands on the floor and twerking. Or the going, yeah, good job. <laughs> the teachers kick her ass out. Okay, so here's the deal. Apparently, the experience of uh, they say again, the music that your kid likes depends on your height. So the experience of walking at the rate of the person who's carrying them around so they're getting lots of uh, experience at that tempo is based oh, on the height. So think okay. about that. Researchers think it's because shorter parents take faster steps yeah, when they're walking around, with the, walking around with the baby. Bingo. Mm -hmm. So the baby likes faster rhythm. I could see that, I guess. Yeah, I don't know if it carries over when you're older. Like, I like fast music. I like cranking up a tune like nobody's business. Uh, my mother, I mean, my parents were average height, though. I do like acoustic music. Connie's mom, she, again, Connie and I here, uh, recently diagnosed with liver and kidney cancer. So uh, Connie, Connie isn't here. Uh, she's coming up with a plan. They're coming up with a plan. But Connie's mom and dad, her dad was tall. She does like fast music. Yeah, so and her true. mom average height your parents isn't your mom like six seven or something like that i got a mixture my mom's actually real short she's probably only like five three five four and then my dad yeah. is six one so yeah. your dad probably held you more than your mom based on that study no probably. your mom held you more no, backwards my mom held yeah, I'm a mommy's boy. come on yeah it makes sense yeah mm -hmm. you probably well you breastfed till you were three i know that i've always thought yeah. that was odd mm -hmm. no so no, your mom being cool. shorter took for faster steps thus you like faster music so apparently mm -hmm. again if you want to talk to your friends about this your taste in music is formed by the parents height yeah again you it's the short to steps twerk hold your baby and twerk while you're holding them 
Don't like teach your kid to twerk. And Just if your kid twerk, twerks, it's it's teach him to tango. Tango, not twerk. <laughs> Hashtag tango, not twerk, please. So I was mentioning earlier, Steve, Christine, our friend Christine's going to be on the show with us tomorrow. She's yes. going to be she's filling in, hanging out with. Uh, basically, Connie, if you're not in the know, Connie was recently diagnosed with kidney and liver cancer. She's coming up with a treatment plan. Obvious, and I just talked to her yesterday. Steve was texting her yesterday. She's, I'd like to say she's well, but she's not. She's cancer. So she's got to focus on her right now. But mm-hmm. she does appreciate all your messages and all the Facebook messages. She's just exhausted, and she needs to sleep, and she can't reply to all of them. But she really does. So if you're like, oh, I wish I'd gotten a reply, sorry about that. But she's read them all, but she's exhausted. Uh, Christine is going to help with that. Our friend Christine's going to start coming on the show and filling. It's not like you can fill the Connie void, but helping to fill yeah. that void. As our management would say, we need a woman. And as Steve and I would say, we have a Steve. Yeah. And they I'm didn't like agree. 60% woman. Yeah, you are. Mm-hmm. Lactation and all. Text question of the day. <laughs> if you could only smell one smell for the rest of your life, what would it be? With everything going on in 2020 in the world we live in today, we thought, hey, let's just make it cute and make people think of happy smells today. Tomorrow, we'll get edgy. How's that sound? Yeah, like so, that. if you could only smell one smell for the rest of your life, what would it be? I'm going to start firing through some of these. I'm going to jam to the top five-ish. Then Steve's going to throw them up on the station's website. All right. Somebody said laundry soap and softener. I get it. Ooh, yeah. I get it. Fresh. Uh, sister with a brain said, my boyfriend, because he's what I love. And if I only smelled one thing, I'd be forever happy. Clearly new relationship. Mm, yeah. Hands down, uh, yes, yeah, Steve, you said pot roast and I smelled fire pit. So clearly we didn't choose our significant others. Hands down the ocean. There you go. Or Christmas tree almonds. The ones you always smell when you walk through the mall. Oh, yeah, those are good. There you go. Laundry that's been hung out to dry. Brings me back to my childhood. And it's such a clean smell. It is outside with the wind blowing on it. Uh, Somebody said my baby's neck. Baby's uh, smells are the best. Baby smells are really, really good. I don't understand that. It's like new car smell, but on steroids. And it only lasts for a little bit. It's like the new skin smell. Then they shed all their new skin and they smell. Is yours uh, no longer smelling good? Is he? No, mine still smells good, but not for much longer. Because, like, when babies are first born, literally everything about them smells good. Even their poop smells good. And then that slowly starts to change. And so now her poop is far from smelling good now, but her skin still smells good. But only for probably another month or so. Well, if you could only smell one smell for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? Somebody said dial soap because it reminds me of my beloved Aunt Ruth. Nice. Yeah. Uh, somebody else said the smell of pine trees up north after summer rain. Nice. The per uh, the perfume Red Door because that's what I her mom wore. and her, Oh, and she lost her mom to cancer in 2010. I'm sorry mm. for your loss. The smell of Scratch Bakery. More specifically, when we uh, they make donuts. And you get that donut shop early morning bakery smell. Nice. Yeah. Like that. Bath and Body Works, fresh sea salt, mango, lotion, spray, body wash, you name it. Bath and Body Works. I bought the wrong, uh, uh, what's the uh, wallflower? So I got a mahogany and something. And I was like, it doesn't smell too masculine, right? And the lady Mm -hmm. there was awesome that helped me out. 
I got some other ones like linen and whatever for Alicia. So I get this mahogany one and I plug it in in our living room. And I noticed it yesterday and I went to go change it because my friend's coming to visit. And I changed it today before I left, uh, started to do work. And it smelled like it's mahogany and like uh, apples or cinnamon, mahogany and cinnamon or something like that. I thought it would sell. It smells like, I feel like I'm in the movie Anchorman. You know, <laughs> that rich smell of mahogany. I love, <laughs> I it. love it. It's just, it's too, it was too manly. I was waiting for Alicia to say something. Watermelon bubble gum because it's delicious. Somebody Ooh. else said, if you could only smell one smell for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? Bacon starts out the top five is because bacon is yummy. Yes. Okay. Answer. Mm-hmm. Water breeze off the lake. Uh, lilacs. A couple other ones in the top five ish. Hibiscus in Hawaii. Ooh. Try and say that five times fast. Hibiscus in Hawaii. Hibiscus in Hawaii. Nope, Hibiscus you're good. in Hawaii. Oh. Don't have to really do it. Okay. Right. Thank you. Then. Whatever. Whatever. I would smell fresh coffee grounds for the rest of my life. Somebody said, I hate drinking coffee, but I love the smell of fresh coffee grounds. You know what? I agree. I am not a coffee. And we learned earlier if you drink coffee every morning, on an empty stomach, what does it do, Steve? It makes you feel bad. Wait, no. Blood sugar. Throw up blood sugar. Bingo. Bingo. Nope. Hurts your Boom. blood sugar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like this one. Uh, they said aqua digio. I remember this cologne from back in the day. If yeah. they could only smell one smell for the rest of their life, it would be aqua digio. And then they went on to say, because mm, any man wearing that cologne may just get followed. A wink face. A wink face. A wink <laughs> nice. face. You know, Connie, uh, the Dracar, we had this bo- boss, John Riley, and John would always wear Dracar. And she would just like, she'd smell him all the time. Just, oh, I love the smell. Oh, I love the smell. If you could only smell one more thing for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? Horse camping. I grew up trail riding, guys, okay. and uh, rustic camping with my dad. These are the most memorable times for me and my dad. Uh, her dad has now passed. Uh, blends the smell of fresh air, campfire, and horses. My guess for Alicia would have been a horse barn. She loves that smell. Yeah. I don't no, love it when is. she comes home with an honor. It's mm-hmm. not hot. Uh, men's cologne. Somebody else said Glade has an air freshener called Bamboo Bliss. It's not distinct smell to all the masses, but to me, it smells exactly like funeral parlor wake room, the funeral parlor wake room that my father laid in with all the flowers surrounding his casket. Oh, that's nice and sad. So they would love to smell that for the rest of their life because it gives them good memories of their dad. All right. Top five-ish. Let's do number four. Number four. If I had one smell for the rest of my life, it would be my wife's pheromones. If you know what I mean. <laughs> Durr. Yes. Gonna give me some of that yum-yum. Yum-yum. Some of that yum-yum. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody else said, the smell of my grandpa's camper in the morning after it rained the night before. It was coffee brewing and warm coffee cake. It brings me back to the innocence of my childhood instantly. I like it. Yeah. Number two. If you could only smell one smell for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? Brother in pain said, or sorry, sister with a brain sent one of those giant wink emojis that looks like a piece of candy and wrote, fresh balloon animals. Typically, we make you anonymous, but you know who you are, Rachel. You know who you are. <laughs> High five. And finally, number one. Yeah. Text question of the day. If you could only smell one smell for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? I got to stop showing this one because I didn't understand it. Okay. Dirt. They want to smell dirt. 
Huh. They go on to say, I love the smell of dirt. It smells clean to me, they say. I mean, it's fresh, I guess. Like an Does outdoorsy dirt style of fresh. Clean to you. And I'm not dogging you, by the way, with your with your with your message via, via the app. Free download. I'm not I'm not slamming you or anything. I just don't understand it. Does dirt smell clean? And what does I mean, dirt smell like? I mean, I guess the only time I can really think of it is like if you buy dirt from the store for like potting plants, then I could see maybe that smelling. But they didn't clean. say that. I they know didn't, didn't say potted plant dirt, which is a specific type of dirt, right? That's true. Mm-hmm. That's what throws me. What type of dirt? If you're still listening, member of the Click of Six, people that actually listen to the show, six people listen to the show. I, I actually, hand to God, I want to know. What does dirt smell like? Because it threw me all day. We got this one earlier, and I, I just, I didn't, I had no idea. What the hell does dirt smell like? So if somebody could call or text and explain that, that'd be cool. Or you could just message us. It's email at connieandfish.com. Again, number one, they love the smell of dirt. It smells clean to them. I just, I, I don't understand it. I don't, I don't know. Here's a question I have for you. With the on, upcoming holidays, and some people are going to have people over for the holidays, I know uh, I was actually just talking to Connie, who still is out, by the way. Connie recently diagnosed with cancer, uh, liver and kidney cancer. So she's out for a little bit, coming up with a treatment plan. She and I were talking yesterday about the holidays. Like when you, and we didn't have this conversation, but Steve, if you're going to have people come over to your house for the holidays, now I'm assuming you're not. Because no, I'm not. You're, you're like... You don't even, we have a, we're supposed to have a Wednesday meeting with our boss. And you're like, we've been doing them on the phone. And I had heard that, I I don't know if it was going to be in person or not. I haven't talked to him about it yet. But you were like, I'm not meeting with him in person. I'm doing it on the phone. This isn't, I'm not like saying, hey, are you, like, I'm not meeting with him in person. It's it's not a question. It's a, I'm making a statement. I'm not going to meet with you. Yeah. I've never really. If you guys want to meet together in a room, uh, you can put me on, um, put me on speakerphone. Yeah, I've never, like, I've in the three-plus years I've known you, I've never seen you, and I'm not slamming you. I swear to God, I'm not slamming you. I've never seen you with bigger stones than <laughs> that comment you made earlier when it came to work. With your family, I mean, you're not a pushover when it comes to your wife. You used to kind of play one a little bit and sound like one, but then once Connie and I dug deeper into your marriage, you're like, wait a minute, I still have my stones yeah my boys one you know at least one or yeah they're just not you know maybe not what they were before i met her but (laughs) as far as work goes you're pretty laid back and easy which is why you're like the cockroach of our building in the sense and i mean this is a compliment you're the cockroach (laughs) of our building that that thing could implode explode and you still are like i'm here producer steve i mean you're always there you've worked with many untalented shows team shows including connie and i for many years so you kind of don't you know but i've never seen you with more stones than you were earlier when we were talking about that you're like we're not i'm not doing an in-person meeting do what you want yeah doesn't play they get within six feet of people in the office game okay so i need you to do something you're not good at and i need you to imagine that you're going to let people into your home for the holidays okay i need you to imagine that you're actually going to let people come in. According to a new survey, three out of 10 people say they plan on taking people's temperature before they come into their house for the holidays. Now, a lot of people are only hosting outdoor events. Uh, Everybody, a lot of people are making people RSVP, more so than never before. 
Like, I think I can make it. No, are you going to make it? Because I'm having a certain number of people, you know? Right. A lot of people are only having one person serve food and drinks. This is Barb, my wife. She got COVID tested two days ago or a day ago or whatever, and she's been safe, and she's serving drinks, and that's it. You can't go get your own. And a lot of people are keeping a tight guest list and social distancing as best as they can. But would you take someone's temperature and click a six, weigh in on this one. Would you, sisters with a brain, brothers in pain, I think it's to me, I understand it. I understand in these times. But <laughs> the world it seems rude. <laughs> it seems really rude. rude. At all. I, I think it's very rude. To, because you're A, assuming that they haven't been, and that's kind of the quick counting fish poll that I want to do. Do you think it's rude if you're having a gathering at your home to take someone's temperature at the front door? Now, if someone did that to me, I wouldn't say, I'm leaving, I'm out, I'm out. I would say, sure, take my temperature, but I'd be like, that's kind of weird. Weird rude. It's weird rude. It's wooed. It's wooed. It's uh, very wooed. Rude. Right, it's Walters. very wooed. Very wooed. <laughs> it, it just seems weird, rude. It just seems rude is probably too strong of a word. It's just very weird. Let's change that. I Do mean, you it think weird. it's weird when you go to a party at someone's home and you've RSVP'd, you know they're going to social distance, uh, they've got one person serving drinks, all that stuff. It's their party. They can do whatever the hell they want, right? Yeah. But do you think it's weird if they stop you to take your temperature with one of those forehead things. What would be even funnier is if it was one of those shove it in your mouth things and everybody's got the same one. It's like you're actually spreading COVID at that point more than any other way because you're going from mouth to mouth to mouth. Talk about being first to the party. Right. Everybody be racing to be first so they didn't have to share the thermometer with everybody else. So is it weird for someone to take your temperature if they invite you to their house party? Steve? Uh, weird, yes. Uh, necessary, also yes. So, yes, it is weird, and it's not fun, and it's uncomfortable, but, I mean, it's safety first. That's why I'm So you at. would actually almost be bothered if they didn't? I wouldn't go. Well, first off, I wouldn't go unless everybody quarantined prior to and took COVID tests. So Shut up. Really? We're not doing... The only way we're going to do a Christmas is when... if. We're probably going to do it after Christmas, and we're going to do it where everybody can quarantine and take COVID tests and then go to my parents' house. My dad's high risk. He could die, so I don't want to play that game. Okay, let's not make your dad high risk in this hypothetical because that makes sense to me with your dad being high risk. I get it. My dad's high risk. And that's why I haven't seen my dad since before March. Yeah, I haven't seen my dad like, my parents since they, December of last year. Yeah, <laughs> they've done Christmas. social distancing things with uh, sweet, sweet Becky's son and stuff. I just didn't. My dad, high risk, don't want to do it. So I'm just not doing it. You know, I talk to him, obviously. But anyway, imagine your dad's not high risk. Would you still make everybody? Yes. And who's the one making everybody 100%. take COVID tests? You and Brittany? Or is it yeah. you? It's me and, huh. me and Brittany and my parents and my brother. It's everybody. Actually, my dad is the only one who, who thinks it's all silly. <laughs> which, is yeah, funny. which is funny because he's a high risk one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, Connie and Fishbowl. Is it weird for someone to take your temperature before you go into a party? It almost is like saying... I don't trust that you took care of yourself. To me, it feels that way. To me, it feels that way. But how do you feel about it? We'll talk more about it next on Mix. So we were sharing a story with you about COVID. There we go, COVID. Mm -hmm. uh, but about parties, and specifically holiday parties. 
a lot of people only hosting outdoor events, whether it's Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. I mean, outdoor events, that's going to be a heater bill is going to be huge. Making everybody RSVP, only having one person serve food and drinks if you're balling that way. But only one person could do food and drinks. It's like, all right, honey, you want to have this party. I guess I'm going to bartend because I don't want everybody touching stuff. Uh, keeping a tight guest list, making people RSVP. I mentioned that. I want to point that out again and trying to social distance. I understood all of that. I thought it was weird that one of the trending things is taking people's temperature at your door. Because if you're asking your someone to come to your house and a party, most likely you have some type of friendship with them, some type of relationship with them to where you hopefully have some level of trust, Right. Right. And when you're taking somebody's temperature at your door, you're implying that you don't trust that they're keeping their own active temperature, that they haven't been taking care of themselves, or that they aren't maintaining to the guidelines. It's your party. You can do whatever the heck you want. But they are maintaining to the guidelines that you've provided. So I think it's weird. Weird is a better word than dumb or whatever I said at first, because it's not dumb. It's, it's your house, your party. So Jan said weird, yes, but in these crazy and uncertain times, which is our favorite trigger phrase, it's absolutely necessary. Safety first. Thoughts and prayers continue to be with all of you and have a stress-free day. Thanks, honey. Uh, Brother in pain, Sammy Swinger said, I take all the temps of all the ladies that attend my party. I make sure I uh, take a temperature of their forehead right before they come into my house. Sammy, we've heard about your parties. There's no women there. Yeah, no, no uh, He was at a party over the weekend with 75 people, no masks, and he's saying he's serious. That's uh, right. see, see, that's the reason why I'd, I would take temperatures because of people like him. If he shows up at my party, he's not coming inside or at my holiday. <laughs> yeah, he's not, no, he's you're not inviting Sammy, which really no. is going to bum your wife out from what I've heard oh, about right? Sammy. I know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry, honey, Sammy can't come to the family Christmas this year. Okay, so it's the people like him that are freaking you out. Yeah. Especially when you go into our job, the unknown that is our job. I get it, like, because you don't know what someone... You know, people that do what we do for a living are always a little bit weird, like myself included. Yeah, uh, at least Darren we don't have said, a lot of people in the office at our place right now, though. Yeah, so, it's so very it's, low. I feel comfortable there. Yeah, me too. Darren said, hey, Fish, I temperature would uh, have to have a temp to have COVID, and honestly, I'm not that worried. Oh. Okay, there you go. Somebody else said, uh, damn, Steve, and this is about Steve. Are you going to ask for paperwork to prove that they're negative as well at your parties with your family holidays? No, I trust my family, but maybe friends I might ask for them to show it to You me. wouldn't really, are you? Would you? It depends on the friend. Dude, I mean, your some life, friends I don't man. trust too much. I I can make, I, I, when I, if I sound, I'm sorry. I know weird in uncertain times, but, <laughs> and I'm not as loosey-goosey as I sound by any means. Like, my uncle came over with my aunt and my cousin, who might as well be my nephew because my uncle's like my brother, came over over the weekend. And when he walked into our door, like our front door, when he walked to our front door, he was like, you want us to mask up? And I said, well, you've been safe? And he goes, well, yeah. He just had surgery. He just got tested last week. He's like, of course I've been safe. I just, you know, in surgery, and we've been all been safe. I'm like, okay, come on in. I didn't say, well, let me take your temp and check your prostate at the door. Yeah, it seems a little extreme to me. I mean, the prospect. But I'm not part, slamming yes. you. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God, no, we have not let anyone in our home in seven months. Holidays are canceled. Team Steve right there. Yeah. Right oh, there. 
Uh, it's not rude to take anybody's temperature. I would, uh, I would like it. Every single doctor, doctor office you go to takes your temperature. It's true. Yeah. Uh, the problem, however, Steve, 40% of people are asymptomatic. Yeah, I know. That's why so how does I, that I work with that. Well, that's why I prefer a test. And that's why I wouldn't actually have people over my house unless they were tested. Wow. Uh, so I get it though. I mean, it just, it, I know how picky you are about people coming over. So I know this is your close, close knit group. So not that, uh, what's that girl, Bridget, the really hot friend of yours that you lived with for a while. <laughs> yep. She's not coming over. No. She's, yeah. She's no one's friendly. met our baby. Zero people have met our baby except for the, uh, the only person that's met the baby is our pediatrician. <laughs> and if I was going to introduce anyone to your baby, it would definitely be hot Bridget. Uh, somebody says, uh, I don't think it's rude. You don't even know if you have it. You might not have uh, had it yesterday, but you may have it when you go. Nobody yeah. knows what the, you know, the big deal is. What's the big deal about getting a temperature? It's fine. It's just a little machine. Uh, Sammy said, get a life, Steve. Uh, that's trying to him. protect mine. <laughs> yeah, I know he's talking about you because you dogged him. <laughs> I know. Somebody else said, I had COVID in March and I never had a, I never had a fever. This is Kate. I mean, that's the truth. Said, and that's that's one thing that's tough, about, especially about taking these temperature things, is that it's not, even if they don't have a temperature, it doesn't necessarily mean they don't have it and that they're, they can't spread it. So Yeah, this person went on to say, taking a temp is not the most accurate. If you're going to a holiday party and it's not family, then you uh, shouldn't go or not be offended by any precautions the hosts have. Yeah. Again, when I said it was rude, I thought it was, I just said I thought it would be weird because I had to walk back rude because you're right. It is their party. And that's a great point, Kate. And I'll wrap it up with this one. Aside from the obvious idiots, people are not contracting COVID on purpose. Mind you, this sister with a brain said, aside from the obvious idiots, people are not contracting COVID on purpose. Taking temps before a party is not a judgment on how well someone cares for themselves. It's just creating a safer place to gather. So there you go. Right. I stand corrected. There, you're, you're, you're welcome, Steve. I mean, I don't stand. I still think it'd be weird. <laughs> <laughs> Can I take your temp? But, and of course you get tested weekly, Sammy. Sammy can't stop with you now. I know, right? Of course yeah. you get tested. If you're going to parties with 75 people and it's the type of party we know you like to go to, bro. Uh -huh. You're probably getting multiple I, I don't tests. think you're, you're tested. Yeah. <laughs> you're not giving multiples, but you're taking multiple tests, Sammy. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Mix. I was telling you a little bit ago, Steve, the Harry Styles thing, that there's a rumor he might be the next James Bond. Yeah. Hmm. And you told me yesterday Bond got moved again, right? Yeah, till April 2021. Ah, so and they've already, and I saw this morning they moved a bunch of other movies as well, like some of them done May of 2022. Well, last night Daniel Craig was on uh, the Tonight Show with Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, wrong Jimmy. And uh, they said they were talking about what he won't miss about playing James Bond. I don't get it very often, but sometimes I'll be sat somewhere, maybe in a hotel lobby or somewhere, you know, where there's a bar, maybe. I, it can be literally 9 a.m. in the morning and a martini will be shoved in front of me. <laughs> Back in the day, there may be a time when a 9 a.m. martini may have been a kind of nice thing, but just I'm just not. They don't go down so well now. <laughs> 9 a.m. I love a martini, but 9 a.m. is a bit tough. I won't miss them. Yeah, right. 9 a.m. martini because shaken, not stirred. For those of you that may not know, that's his drink. Shaken, right. not stirred, right? Martini, three olives or whatever all that is. I, I personally think that what would be great is if he really didn't like martinis. <laughs> if he's not, I'm not, like are you a martini person? Have you ever really had a martini? 
No, martinis just pretty much straight vodka with like a olive in it. Maybe is, is that something a like martini? that, right? Like yeah, yeah, some some juice little. squirt in there or something. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm not a martini either. Mm-mm. Alicia's. Uh, well, I know like our friend Christine is gonna be hanging out with us uh, tomorrow. I know she's a gin, right? Yeah. Because Connie and I got her a giant bottle of gin for her birthday one year. Alicia's got. I can do a gin once in a while, but and she does have fun with a martini. But you get a couple of those in her. <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying all right yeah, <laughs> yeah no. it's like hey how you doing <laughs> you like me again i'm your husband thank you so james bond by the way again the harry styles thing somebody texted him when are you kidding me i don't even know if he's a good actor he could be a great actor daniel Craig. and by the way in the past they said idris elba was going to be james bond they've said all these other people so who knows who it's gonna it could be john cena from the wwe for all we know I'd like that. That'd be really funny. I think it should be The Rock because The Rock could do anything perfect. That man is incredible. I love The Rock. I vote for The Rock for the next James Bond. He's not British. Yeah. And his I just imagine him with the worst fake British accent of all time. Hello, James Bond here. I'm here to pick up you, Bobby. It's more Australian again. I did it again like last there time. There you go. You nailed it. The Tasmanian devils are back, and so is James Bond. There you go. Hey, I, I want to uh, talk to you really quick about Billie Eilish. It's funny. Yeah, who's what, in your opinion, when it comes to female artists, artists in general, but I want to focus on female to kind of make the guess easier for you. Female artists, who do you think is one of the greatest female artists in the lifespan of a Billie Eilish. We all know she loves Justin Bieber, but who do you think is one of the greatest female artists? Like of all time? For Billie Eilish. For Billie Eilish. Not for, so think of that age range. So oh. who would, I mean, it's a big reach. Just throw out a name. Any name is fine. Uh, I don't know. No way, um, uh, no way you'll uh, get it. Kelly Clarkson. No Kelly Clarkson. Oh my God, you got it. No, you didn't. Really? I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. No, Madonna. Uh, no. Alicia Keys, actually. Oh, okay. So when Billie Eilish won five Grammy Awards for When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? Alicia Keys reached out for her. She was just talking about it here. The next day, Alicia Keys called me, and she wanted to congratulate me. And she basically said on the phone, which is something that I, like, hold so dear to me, which is she, because, you know, she won a billion Grammys when she. Now, I did not know she won an actual billion Grammys, by the way, Alicia Keys, but as I go on. She was really young. Her first Grammys, I think. And she called me and she was like, I just wanted to say, don't be embarrassed for being dope. Don't be embarrassed for being dope, yo. (laughs) Do you think that Billie Eilish corrected her and was like, yeah, thanks for the advice, but nobody really says dope anymore i know like, or is dope back now mm. i mean you could sell dope but i don't think people say dope i you like to I mean? say dope occasionally that's pretty dope so you know if i'm saying it it's way out yeah. of style it's, it's that, i was gonna say just yeah. the way you said it made it perfectly dope. out of style yes. like if it was still in style you just push dope out of style it's but dope. you may you smoking dope you make that in style every day so you I help do. out with every that mm-hmm. i want to talk about halloween oh yes so do you know what charlotte's going to be for halloween your daughter she's gonna be three in december she's gonna be a monkey you are doing the monkey thing okay yes so i'm excited we're all excited as she gets older Mm -hmm. will you let her dress as sexy this or sexy that or sexy this when she's 17 17 16 Uh, 15 15 um 
when, when she's 18. When she's out of the house, she can dress however she wants. But you won't let her, like, when she's 15, dress as sexy nurse or sexy no. police officer or whatever? I mean, she can be a nurse or a police officer, but, I mean, she's wearing clothes. Like, enough well, clothes I, to where it covers up. I was going to say, they're all in clothes because... Right, I but, I mean, I mean, some of them barely... Because if you want to spend 30 bucks and hook your wife up with a good Halloween costume, okay. Yandy, you know, Yandy.com, that's the big Halloween costume website. Sure, I know now. Yandy.com just Yandy. released a sexy mail-in ballot, ballot costume. Ooh, I want to see that. Yeah, yeah go, ahead, go ahead and check Yandy. Sexy mail-in ballot. They also have a murder hornet that is ridiculously sexy, and uh, it would be nice to run into the murder hornet you're gonna to want to run so into yandy's the just hornet. a lingerie site that does halloween costumes more or less but they usually <laughs> have the best ones i'm not saying you know you know for your 15 year old but i'm saying for your wife yeah i mean the sexy mail-in ballot shirt it even comes with uh two i voted sticker pasties right you're welcome the dance party we do that every friday i like pop-up dance parties and speaking of popping up Christine's going to pop in. Well, pop-up sounds kind of dirty now that I think about it, bud. She's going to pop in tomorrow morning at 7 o'clock. She's going to start coming in at 7 o'clock and hanging out with us every morning. Uh, Connie, in case you're not in the know, uh, is uh, recently diagnosed with liver and kidney cancer and is figuring out a treatment plan. So Christine's really going above and beyond, and uh, I'm sure I'll stroke the hell out of her ego tomorrow uh, at 7 when she comes in. She's going to start coming in every weekday at 7. Other than that, I hope you have a great day. Uh, tomorrow morning again, Christine will hang out with the text question of the day. A rando text, though, for somebody that knows a lot of famous people. And the text question of the day is all about extra money. Your chance of money next with Christine. Have a good day at work. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. It's a lot Get of plugs for Christine, down. Steve. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. Out of yeah, your it car. Is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Go to work. Now it's the Connie and Vince show. All up in your face radio. Check out the dynamic duo. What kind of a name is fish? One fish, two fish. Oh, you gotta go fish. Shaka Connie, Shaka Connie, let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. Wait, wait.